Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. people who are not no longer on the podcast or who stopped being on the podcast i sugarcoated it i Mm -hmm. embellished it Mm -hmm. i said they were moving on to bigger and better things they not (laughs) i've been lying for so long (laughs) it feels so good just they not they didn't they not moving on to bigger and better things they just they just moving on on with their life (laughs) metro booming and want some more nigga I got it right. So before we got on the podcast, you mm-hmm. were talking about some things that have been bothering you uh, as far as yeah. what's going on in America. And I wanted right. you to kind of tell the people about it and elaborate on it. Yeah, so so my mind has been um, in a few different places, but mainly on just where we are as a society, specifically in America, not just in America, but just worldwide. Um, and, you know, our experience as African-Americans uh, with racism. And so, you know, one of my frustrations has been that Everyone feels, and not everybody, but the majority, let's just say the media feels like racism is only between black and white people. Um, And I think that that's just something that has been plowed into our heads that it only exists within those parameters. And that's so, so, so not true. And um, I I really came to the realization that I have my own racism in some things that I've, just in the mindset that I've been operating in, you know, when it comes to like different races and different cultures and stuff like that. So here's a good example. I was leaving, I was actually at the bank, I was walking into the bank and there were three um, Arab gentlemen that was walking out. They look Arab or Indian. And for whatever reason, the first thing that came to my mind was, Lord Jesus. They got a bomb. They got a bomb. <laughs> oh, Lord, do I need to go into this bank? What if they just ended up <laughs> like putting something on the first floor and yeah. me and my baby going to get blown to shreds? Yeah. But that's racism. Like, when I really dissect that. Do you think that's racism or more stereotypes? I, I think it's both. I think it's both just because... It's it's racism because race. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the definition of it, but it, it's really targeted to a specific group of people, right? And so a specific race is really what racism is. So if I'm looking at them and their race as threats to my security and my safety yeah. or whatever, then that is considered racism. I'm more scared um, of white people than anything. Are you really? Are you Not really? really. <laughs> I just uh, I no. believe it. I was gonna say I just watched yeah, this video. They're probably I'm more scared show, of you. Than I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you on break. I was watching this video of this uh, white dude that called this black guy nigga mm-hmm. and the Taco Bell line mm. I guess the black guy because it didn't show this part I guess the black kid told the white dude to come out come around to the front uh-huh. man he beat his ass with those clear gloves them what? serving gloves 
Gave oh, he worked piece, at Taco Bell. Gave that motherfucking white dude a two-piece combo upside his head. I was a number 10. Oh, old man. Beans, what? no rice. Why? Because he, he got him a nigga. nigga. White folks getting out of pocket. They are getting out of pocket. I completely, I, I agree. But is that like, is that should that be our response? Nah, to- well, you know what? Some They say that the only thing white people fear is finances and the loss of life. Mm. The way he beat that white man's ass, he probably <laughs> he thought he lost his, his life. life. <laughs> he was fearing his life. I bet that nigga was rethinking everything after he was getting that two piece. It took him a while to get to him. When I showed it to you, it took him a while. He was swinging, but he grabbed him by that third button. Oh, <laughs> and you know he had to be like the white dude was probably about fifty years old. Yeah. The reason I knew the nigga was about fifty. First of all, he looked like he was retired because he had a Hawaiian punch. You know how like oh. the, the white dudes and or when you retired they wore like those Florida yeah, like shirts Florida. with all those leaves mm-hmm. and shit. Oh man, he beat him up to the third button. What? Whooped his ass right up out that shirt. I said he'll never do it. And again. he lost his job. I'm sure. Uh, it depends on who the manager was. I would have left him. I would have gave him. I would have let him keep his job. I would have been like, you at least got to get out the clock, though. You can't do this him while on you're on probation the clock. with paid leave. <laughs> oh, really? You gonna you gonna do them? Yeah, five fifteen an hour. You paid, brother, for two weeks. Chill on it. Five fifteen an hour. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, Taco Bell don't really make that much. That's crazy. That's that's way too. Pay leave. You gotta give him paid leave, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no apology. This is conversation. It's good. <laughs> so I'm gonna read. Like keep talking because I'm gonna read the. I'm gonna pull up the definition of racism. Okay. Um, I've heard people talk about being racist and saying, can black people be racist? And I. Heck yeah! I don't think so. The Are reason, you crazy? Let's embrace the debate. The reason I don't think so, and I've heard it several times by people who are scholars in this. I'm not mm-hmm, a scholar when mm-hmm. it comes to race and all of this stuff. I just know certain things in my own personal experience. Okay. We cannot systematically oppress anybody. Even though I did get a, a story told um, by a friend of mine, and she was saying how this white dude is from South Africa. Mm-hmm. And he came in to my friend's job mm-hmm. and they were talking she was telling him about her getting ready to visit uh, like Johannesburg mm-hmm. and he was saying I'm from South Africa and he was like uh, he was a white guy from South Africa and he was like over there in South Africa I wouldn't go back you know he's like it's violent so on and so forth yeah. and he, the thing that caught me when she was telling me the story he's like the white people get treated like shit over there they can't get jobs and they're living in uh, the muck and mire and I'm thinking nigga that, that, who that gives sound, a shit <laughs> that sound like what we that doing sound like over, us here. over here so and y'all the, basically opposite yeah in a black country. In a black country, yeah. Don't didn't bother me one goddamn bit. <laughs> Motherfucker, welcome to our world. Shit. Really? Welcome to our really? I, I feel like all lives Anthony. matter, but I am for black people. Of course. And I and I that's that's what you're supposed to be for. Like you're supposed to be for your people, but you're not only supposed to be just no, for your I'm people. No, I'm not. Right? I'm for the I'm for the all I'm for all people. That's why when people talk about Obama not doing certain things while he was in the office, I'm right. like, if he only focused on black people, then he would be that president that not to be what makes him any different from the other presidents. If he only focuses yeah. on black people, just like a Republican only seemingly focuses on rich people or white people. But or I the feel upper like class. I mean, the irony, and I think we talked about this last week, is that since Obama has been in office and mind you I voted for him so you know I, I, su- I, I support twice. him in the greater scheme of things you know what I'm Correct. saying I don't necessarily agree with every single action that he's taken while he's being been the president of the United States but nonetheless I think that he's done a hell of a job with what he was handed Fuck yes. yeah so so if but but the irony is is that we have a black president and black people are even more oppressed now than we were before he got into office and oppressed meaning being shot in the street yeah but a lot of times people don't understand either I feel like I, and I've said this too on the podcast the last eight years you, it, in our lifetime it mm-hmm. seems like you've seen more black people die yeah. or be shot by the police mm-hmm. they I feel like and I've had this conversation with other people I feel like it's happening because they can't get to him 
Yeah, I, I agree. remember when I Obama when Obama was uh, put in his second term. You can leave it on that as to the character of the oh. podcast. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Alert. Yeah, that's fine. But when he got picked, and I saw him walk into his car, mm-hmm. or I would see him do the right hand to God and put his hand on the Bible and swearing. Right. I'm thinking, please don't let him get shot. I know every I every would, single time he's out in public. I didn't I think, think that. he was gonna make it to eight years. I don't. I didn't either. And I still pray to God for him after he gets out because yeah. he won't have as many. You know, bodyguards and security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm surprised he even lasted this long. Yeah, I am too. It's, it's just still so crazy that, like, even even with us having a black president, that really doesn't mean anything when Nothing it comes to all. our culture. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to our culture and what has become of us in the United States. So, racism. Here's the definition of racism. And this is why I say that black people and any any race can actually be prejudiced. <clears throat> so it says the belief that all members of each race possess characteristics or abilities specific to that race, especially so to distinguish it as inferior or superior to another race or races. Okay. Who wrote that? Do you know who wrote that definition? Um, of course. I'm sure that this is probably Webster. Okay. This one is just through Google. I'm sure Webster but, was white. <laughs> I'm sure Webster is somewhere up in there. Okay. But but the but the definition of racism, the definition that is in this book, yeah. right, is not necessarily just. It, it doesn't it doesn't target a specific group of people. It's Correct. talking about and and I like this definition yeah. because it is a blanket yeah. definition, so it applies to everybody. Like we can be racist to our own group of people. That or well, like I I think so, but the word that people will use is elitism. Mm-hmm. Or classism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or some kind of ism to separate right. it But I, I mean if you look at the definition of those It's it, it's like it's it been paraphrased like the, right. Under racism Right it is It absolutely is Because if you are If you are still even in the elitisms You're still viewing a race Or a group of people under you yeah. Even even with us If we're saying that white people are superior to us Yeah that's that's incorrect because yeah. they're not superior. But you know, people think that. We talked Absolutely about it before we got on the podcast, and we were talking about how racism is not just between black and white. Mm-hmm. And I remember it's a it's an app called Truri. I may download it and ask a few questions and get your mm-hmm. opinion on it. But <clears throat> it's an app called Truri. That's T R U E E Y or T R U U E Y. <clears throat> and okay. it's good because it allows you to put questions on there, and it, it, it basically gives you it, it allows you to poll questions and right. get statistics from. You don't know the race, you don't know the religion, it's just mm-hmm. people answering. And I remember probably like in January, mm-hmm. I put on there and I was like, Is black or black people the most hated race? Mm-hmm. And I think it was like five thousand people who responded and sixty four percent said yes. Wow. The reason I feel like that is because no one wants to be black. For one, no one wants that struggle. They want the glory of us. Right. They want the bodies of the black women. Right. They would love the dicks of the black men. And yes, I know every black man dick ain't big. But <laughs> uh, no, <negative>. it's not. <laughs> but Sorry, brothers. They want all the, <laughs> but they want all the flash and the glory of black people, but they don't want the struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You could go back as, as far as you would like in videos and movies or whatever, and you never saw white women with ass you never saw hispanics or whatever with ass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's like now you see everybody has it because they're either buying it or in the gym or doing something to right. create that that look or hip-hop mm-hmm. you know hip-hop the people got the blues you got pop music that kind of has stolen from they know kind of has yeah, kind of no, taken from hip-hop say, yeah. so it's so many things that people i mean it all originated from, from jazz from, yeah mm-hmm. but it's like nobody wants to struggle but I, I i know hispanics who don't care about they don't really want to be known as a beaner 
mm-hmm. or what's oh, a beaner? I don't know. I've heard that. It's like a derogatory <laughs> term, kind of like wetback. Okay, okay, you know. Okay. But they don't want to be looked at as a person who just crossed the border. I know plenty of Hispanics that, that are friends of mine mm-hmm. may listen to this podcast, but they would rather they may not say it, but I'll go off how you carry yourself, and yeah. they act more like white people or as we call them, an Americanized Hispanic. Yeah, where they, it's really more Westernized yeah, civilization, yeah. really, and, and mm-hmm. they just they rather be. Or they can't tell, or you can't even decipher can't what decipher, they really yeah. are because they are trying to be so much like or emulate white people. I got a black homeboy that came over here from, I won't say what part of outside of this country mm-hmm. he came from because mm-hmm. people will know who he is. But even when he first <laughs> came over, he said, I attached myself or associated myself with white people because I saw wealth. I didn't mm. want to be poor. I come from a poor country. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be poor. So when I came to America and he was in like the DC area, yeah. he was like, I saw white people that drove the nice cars that did. The, and I, and I was surprised because he was in the DMV area, which, yeah, which is a lot is of black mo- people yeah. that's prominent down 80%. there. 80%. But that's what he was around. And that's what he associated himself with to where mm-hmm. later on in life, he's married to a white woman. Mm-hmm. She's a, a doctor or a nurse and mm-hmm. he's doing his thing. He got like five degrees, but wow. I still sometimes be like, I don't care about who you date or who you marry. Right. But I just, I'm just, it's something but, big but to, to say about that, just to seeing. But to do that, to get ahead is something totally different. Or to different. be associated or to with be, white people. Yeah, yeah. I just don't get that. Yeah. So, but So we, we have this conversation just from the promotion side, like having events and stuff like that. Like yeah. when people have events, especially within our group, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, they always feel like diversity for their events means have some white people there. Have some white folks Like, there. if you got some white people there, you're you're good. And it's not, like, I, this conversation, I don't want people to feel like we're putting white people down. And because if you that's do feel n- like that, fuck off. I um, mean, yeah, you you should you probably shouldn't be listening yeah, to this podcast, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> Anthony probably said something. 75% of my is, listeners are white, and I'm still surprised that they're hanging around. God, look at them, the white folks that we talked about. I had, a, the white, I had a white person. I had a white person text inbox us today on info at the reality is in case you guys want to send something. And they was like, I don't agree with everything that you say, but they was like, I'm learning things. Yeah. And thank you for being honest. And this was a white person. Right. And I was right. like, right on. I'll keep yeah, because it it's you. really all about the conversation. It's yeah. really about making sure that you get your point across and that you hear somebody else. And if right, you are so. racist, tell me why. Yeah, if you can I give know. me a fact or an opinion that makes sense to me, I'm okay with that. Yeah, so so there was a gentleman. Um, he was a I don't remember what police department that he's that he's in. I'm gonna pull it up on my Facebook page. Right. But he did like a huge rant on um, on his on his personal Facebook page. Was he black? He actually, no, he's white. Okay, and he got fired, um, or I think he got fired from it. So let me pull it up. So it says. Um, I got so much stuff on my page. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was posting all of this stuff. Facebook could get you every I mean, time. Really? Gosh, I'm sorry, y'all, that you are waiting for me to find a post on my Facebook page. Uh, Sometimes I want to say things, but I'm like, they're going to fire my ass if, that, if I say what I got to <laughs> say. First of all, you got to know me to understand what I'm saying comes from a good place and an honest place. But a lot of people don't you like to so, hear about uh, themselves. You know what, Anthony? You are brutally honest. I think that's what yeah, yeah. you really are. Like, it's been some things that you told me <laughs> of yeah, ways that you were honest with people. And I'm like, nigga, if you would have ever said that to me, golly. I kid you. I mean, I appreciate your honesty, but man, it don't feel good all the time. Okay, I found it. All right. All right. So his name is Ricky, Ricky Solis. Um, he is out Hispanic. of North Carolina. Is he Hispanic? With Solis? Uh, S O L E S. 
I don't I don't mm. know. It don't seem like it. So here's his quote. Okay. And he's and he specifically I'm not gonna tell you who he's talking about. Just listen to it. Uh, I know, I'll tell you. It says you are not victims anymore. You are the bad guys now. You have had your hand out for more freebies. You won't take resp- responsibilities for yourself. You have a 74% illegitimacy rate. You are 13% of the population, but you commit 65% of the crime. You produce nothing. You contribute nothing. You take and just want more. You don't think the law should apply to you. You blame others for your own decisions. You don't try in school. Huh. You don't try at work. You have no concept of personal responsibility. You driving that diesel, huh? You smoking. That's what it made me think about as you were saying. I'm thinking like all this nigga need was a juvenile hug to eat. A beat in the background. Yeah, but you know what? That that doesn't even bother me because it doesn't apply to me. And that's what I try to mm-hmm. tell people. I understand if you get mad, but the thing about it is he's he's poorly educated. Absolutely. He's poorly misinformed. Yes. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. So why go out to somebody else who already make themselves look like an asshole? Well, because the the reason why this frustrates me is and because he didn't this need is to a police Yeah. This is a police officer, right? Yep. And so even though he's an idiot, yep. obviously, he's Absolute ignorant dickhead. to the fact. He's like completely this still tells me that these type of people are allowed in that type of role. Yeah. So you, the same person that thinks this of me, even though you're not talking directly to me, directly to me, he thinks you're all of talking us like that. directly to me. Yeah. Because if you see me on the street, you're going to think this, this about think. anyone that has my skin color, right? Yeah. And so you are an officer of the law. You're here to protect and serve, and you think that I am shit. Yeah. That's basically what you're saying on Pretty this. Much. You think that I'm nothing. Yeah. I'm I'm worthless. Well, it's like, just like the dread. It's just like the com- the dread thing. I think they mm-hmm. passed some kind of legislation to where if they don't want to hire black people with dreads, I could right. be using the wrong word as far as legislation. But if they don't want to hire somebody with dreads, they don't have to. Yeah. So the story was, I think I don't know the woman's name, but she went in, had an interview, signed paperwork to pretty much have the job. Paraphrasing. And mm-hmm. she got ready to leave, and the white lady asked her, or the recruiter who was white asked her, are those dreadlocks? And she said yes. Mm-hmm. And she basically let her know, to be here or to take this position, you have to cut your hair. Mm-hmm. The white lady, the black lady was like, I'm not cutting my hair. So she was like, well, the paperwork that you signed, bring it back, and the paperwork that you have at home that was signed previously, bring, bring it back. Bring it back, So she you don't have a job. Yeah, so she did. Now, I was at work, and my friend, who's Hispanic, said, don't. I, I don't say a lot of things at work. I just let people speak. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said before the podcast, I'm practicing the 48 laws of power. Mm-hmm. So I let people talk, and, and the guy was like, I want uh, you to expand on these 48 laws of power, by the yeah, way. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. But so he said, uh, he was like, um, don't black people hair, don't, don't let dreads, ain't, ain't it nasty? And I'm like, you see me every day. Is mine nasty? Do you smell we, my hair? We can wash our hair, even with this, dreads, every day if we decided to. The same way you wash the yours. The only reason I don't wash my hair every day is because it takes too long to dry because I got too much goddamn hair. Not only that, but we're, we, it, that does it, that's not healthy for our hair. No, it's not. But let me tell you this, too. And that's where I say it's mm-hmm. misinformed and miseducated about people. Right. Now, it's funny to me that they pass legislation as being white people. When white people are the only ones outside of people who have hair like them, like Hispanics or Asians or whatever, but white people predominantly. I haven't slept with all these other women, but I have slept with white women. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, they can walk in a room and their hair just connect to your couch, on your floor, <laughs> everywhere else. So it just falls out your scalp. It don't yeah. fall out of our hair they like shed that. A lot. They shed like puppies. Yep. Two, when they are wet, they smell like a wet puppy. Mm-hmm. They are the only ones who can get bugs in their hair. 
with lice. Mm-hmm. We don't get bugs in our hair. We don't mm-hmm. shed everywhere. They're not and the only shit ones no, with their not, hair. Their hair style. Their, their, their hair straightness. Style. Yeah. Hispanics and everybody else. Yeah. Anybody That's that what has I mean. straight yeah. hair. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ours don't. So right. we probably have the least nastiest type of hair. But you're going to put really. this stigma and this legislation on us? Yeah. Yeah. Shoot yourself. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting that it, I think there's a school in Africa, actually, like. That's going Why, through that. That's going through natural like, hair, natural hair, like natural. a whole thing with the with their girls that they're telling them not to be natural. So why like y'all got braids though? Why y'all wearing braids? Why y'all getting all these different? When have you ever seen a white woman with three designs in her hair? No, that's black. Yes, absolutely. They want and, what and they want and they the don't locks, want what they want. Even with dreads, like I actually just now, met somebody last night. Now white people with dreads look dirty. I'm sorry. No, I don't think so. Not all of them. Very few. I've seen probably two in my life where I'm like, damn, this shit is dope. The other time. It just don't look but, good. But here's the thing. There's a difference between, and we're going off on in, in hairland right now, which is totally fine, but there's a difference between locks and dreads, right? And so, like, you have locks. Mm-hmm. You have maintenance locks. Yep. And there are a lot of people that consider dreads as the same thing, the same and they're thing. not, it's right? Not. And so, most Caucasians, or even just, I'm not even just going to say Caucasians, but more, most straight hair people, mm-hmm. when they decide to lock, they go for dreads. dreads. They like the look of dreads. So, I met a lady last night um, at Taste of the Soto, which you should have been there, dude. I was you working. missed it. Man, it was so I had good. that podcast. Oh, I did so one good. last night, yeah. Um, but so she's a chiropractor and she has like dreads all the way down her butt. She and white. She white, yeah. She cute. Uh, yeah, she is cute. See, she I was like, really cute. Nah, I, I she was came. short. Yeah. Uh, she might be Hispanic, actually. She may be Hispanic, but she got like the piercings and yeah. you know, she was real like retro. I liked it. Um, but she had lots and I was telling her about it, like, man, you know, I could actually do your hair. And she was saying that a lot of people just don't know how to handle that, you know. All that type of hair yeah. texture and all yeah. that kind of stuff but nonetheless like hers look really good yeah. you know what i'm saying and so i know a lot of straight hair people that have dreads that look like super dope yeah. and then there's some that because they like it takes a lot for their hair to make yeah. and i've been saying i think it's about what what to do with it mm-hmm. and, and if you know but it's very few white people that i've seen that they're hair lock and i'm like that's dope mm-hmm. i'll just see it and i'm like mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> No, that ain't for no, you. No, that's not for you. I don't want you to do that. And I did have a question um, to talk to you about. Okay. So I'm taking this class, and they're talking about like dating and mm-hmm. the changes of dating and relationships. And people don't know you do a lot of things. You do hair. Yes. Uh, you manage a company for music. Uh, you do everything. Yes. So every time me and you talk, some kind of some at some point we talk about relationships. Right. Right. And I actually was uh, actually I honestly was talking to the girl I talked to today, and I was telling her I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Your girlfriend. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I've said it on many podcasts. Sometimes I just try to not say it so say much. That? But I, well, the girl I'm talking to, my girl, I've said it. Uh-huh. People who okay, listen, they know what I'm talking about because okay. I say my girlfriend before. Okay. So my girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're welcome. <laughs> She'll appreciate that. Yes, you will. <laughs> so I was talking to her and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And she mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? And I was like, I just don't know if marriage and settling completely down is for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, I don't really think it's anything wrong with me. Marriage is not for everybody. Right. But I was like, I really want to go talk to a, a, a non-biased like therapist who can tell me certain things and talk to me because I'm sure she's had this conversation before. Yeah. For something, when I think about settling down, I just be like. I, I think the typical thing of some men think the only woman forever, mm-hmm. forever for the rest ever. of my life. That's it. Yeah. I, the, and, and, and I, when I look at other women and I see a woman I'm attracted to, I'm like, I want that. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to married men who are like, you're never going to get rid of that feeling of like lusting or wanting or looking at another woman. But see, right. the thing about me, it ain't just looking. 
Yeah, it's I want lusting. to touch it. The lusting part is the part yeah, that says I want, I to want touch it. it. Yes, yeah. I, and and it's like I literally have to remove myself from a place if I see something that I want because I'm like I can't guarantee that I'm gonna still sit here. Mm-hmm. Some people are more online dating. Mm-hmm. You know, they're confident behind a screen. Me, if I see it, I want it. Right. And I'm in gonna, person. Yeah, it's either me making eye, eye contact or mm-hmm. a compliment or something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know what's wrong with me. So why is it seemingly so mm-hmm. hard to date or be committed these days in your eyes or in your opinion? I think social media has a lot to do with it. Uh, absolutely. And I think that everything is so easily accessible right now. Like, even even when it comes to relationships and when it comes to getting married, like yeah. it's not marriage is not doesn't mean the same thing when my parents were growing up. You know what I'm saying? My dad, my mom and dad were married for 35 plus years, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, before my mom passed away. So it like and then and here's another thing as well men view marriage totally different than women view marriage yeah, right we do. and so if, some men some yeah men. some men some yeah. men do um it, but the the point is that uh, something that you just mentioned about settling down i think that when you view marriage in that type of mindset where you feel like you're quote unquote settling, settling down, down yeah. like those two words just those don't two words just don't mesh when yeah. it comes to marriage because it really should be that this is now like i'm now embracing a whole another chapter in my life it's like having a baby yeah you know what i'm saying it's I like i want that either you don't you don't you don't want children? T- i turn 34 next year no really? kids and i don't know if i want any really i'm selfish I think as shit. Be a great dad. she had her dog everybody says that she had her dog over here the other day mm-hmm. and this little motherfucker is a puppy now mind you i got the dog for her, right for her mm-hmm. not so for me she he over here I, I let him go on the patio first he's going through the training process mm-hmm. so i walk him downstairs motherfucker rolling all in the bushes Bring your ass on. And he just bucking. I'm like, man, bring your ass. Uh-huh. Walked him. He he didn't shit in the grass. Uh-huh. He shitted on the step before we walked in. Uh-huh. So I got to pick up dog shit. He gets back up here. In 15 minutes, he pisses in the, in the kitchen. Oh, my God. Take this nigga to the patio so he could use it. He pisses off the patio. Oh. The piss runs off the patio onto the, the patio oh, furniture of the person no. below me. He walks back in and then he shits again. And I'm like, nigga, I gave you a handful of food. How are you pissing and shitting this much? I don't have that patience because a baby is going to be 10 times worse. Plus crying. Yeah, but there's a totally different connection with it, a puppy and a baby. I know it is. I know it is. But it's just any kind of commitment. I told you when I first met you, I have a commitment issue. I get it. And I not cheating, too. but I just totally dedicating myself to one thing, one person. Right now, I work. Mm-hmm. I do podcasting. I do editing and recording for in, like engineering stuff. Yeah. I do photography. Like right. I, It's hard to commit to one thing. My yeah. whole life has been that. Yeah. I, and I, I totally understand and agree. Like I told you last week, I just came to the realization myself Ooh. that I am a commitment foe. Yeah. Like I just really am. And even the relationship that I'm in right now, yeah. it took a minute to even get to that point of like, okay, this is for real, this huh? Is for real. Like, like this is not one of those things yeah. where I can just wake up and be like, I don't want to be with you no I more. I ain't trying to do this. And he'd be all right. Like that's it's gonna be a problem. You hurt somebody. You know? Yeah. I could. You could literally hurt somebody and like the, that. And I think that's the thing too, because I told her today, I was like, to have that kind of pressure on you to not hurt this person, mm-hmm. to care enough. And 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 I think one thing I try to always convince her, not even convince her, I tell her, it's not you, and mm-hmm. it's not. I'm not using that old classic. It's not me. It's you. Or yeah. it's not you. It's me. Right. Like literally, I could. I've been with some beautiful women 
I've been mm-hmm. with some great women. Mm-hmm. I've been with some dream. I, I I think God has blessed me, honestly. I've never dealt with the crazy bitch to cut your ties. Mm-hmm. I've never done with the, mm-hmm. dealt with the white girl who says I've messed with white girls, but I've never been with a white girl who sets me up or makes me look bad or you know what I'm saying. Right, like I right. really haven't had too many negative experiences with women, and I tell her I just don't. I never feel satisfied with just one woman. Yeah, and this is not to say that it's about sex or it's about looks. Mm-hmm. It's just me feeling like I prefer to be in my own space and by myself for the most part of the time <clears> than to be with someone. But so what if? What if someone felt like that about you? I would what be fine with that. You would? I had a girl that was like that. That was like, so, I don't want just you. I don't just, I don't want just you. Fine. Sex was great for three months. And then guess what? She it, wanted more than yes, that. Yes. Because it fizzles out. Women like, that's ain't built like that. And that's one thing I hate about certain women. Because I've heard women be <clears> like, <throat> I wish I could say the name so bad. But I'm don't, not. Don't. Please don't. But I know women. <laughs> and I've even had women on this podcast that be like, men can do it. Women can do what men do. No, we And can't. these same people are with certain people that they wasn't supposed to be with, or they said they weren't gonna be with, or they're doing the same shit mm-hmm. that they said they wasn't gonna do. Mm-hmm. I got a homegirl. I never get married. I ain't worried about nothing, 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 nothing. She married. The last year and a half, she's been <laughs> married and engaged twice. I mean, uh-huh. she's been engaged twice. If you don't want it that bad, why, you, why the fuck why you, you accepting it? it? Uh, but you're yeah. seeking it though yeah. Because that's what you want And I just want people To be honest Right like, When I do this podcast I like when I I'm not perfect I try I, Only reason I don't say More personal wise Or relationship wise Is because To protect the person I am with Right And that's respect I don't I, I owe her To not tell All of her business Because right. it's not just my business Right But I can tell things That I think people need to hear And tell men And women That may be in a serious relationship mm-hmm. That it's okay To not feel like you can commit I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's okay To cheat when right. I say commit, I mean if you don't, if you feel like you can't breathe, get out of it. Yes, that's the issue. That's for jobs. That's for relationships. That's for friendships. Right. If you feel like you cannot breathe in it, get out of it. And I think it's important to identify what's most important for exactly. you. You know True. what I'm saying? So, like, if you are okay in, if, if you're okay being not married for the rest of your life, then that's your truth. I'm you know okay what I'm with it. Like you really are But I got a homeboy That's like bro What if you die You ain't gonna leave No legacy behind I ain't mm-hmm. gonna see that nigga When he gone When I'm dead <laughs> I ain't gonna see that nigga You really okay with that I don't know what else To be And and some people I think the reason I wanna do counseling Is because I'm trying To figure out Where does it stem from Yeah like why I'm, do you Feel yeah, like that I'm not the type of person That blames my father Like my father wasn't around But I'm not gonna blame My father when he's been gone Since I was eight but I'm that's about to be thirty four years old. How was that? Twenty six years. You know that now? that's gonna be an issue in your therapy session, At right? At some point it will be. Yeah. But I refuse to blame and give it's just like when somebody be like, Oh, I got this good job, check came in the mail. God mm-hmm. is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got fired or these niggas ain't fuck with me. The devil mess with me. Yeah. No, nigga. Sometimes <laughs> you, you got a fucked up life because you continue Chose. to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got something good because you worked hard to to get that right. Yes maybe God gave you Your health and strength If that's what you believe mm-hmm. But everything ain't God And everything ain't the devil Right that's I, my totally you know I totally agree I totally agree Yes I, I, I feel that But at the same time You still have to know What Again What works for you What doesn't work for you What yeah. you like What you don't like And if you know Like going back Into your history That And it's not necessarily Blaming him yeah. For anything yeah. But it's a difference between not blaming and not recognizing it yeah. because if that is a pattern or, or if that's something that you're pattern pattern pattering Pattern-ed. is that a word? Yeah, patterned. Pattern, thank Pattern-ed. you. Yeah. Patterning. That's not it either. Hey. Whatever it is. The whole goddamn dictionary Basically, is made up. If you looking at that 
and live your life accordingly, then that's something that you have to yeah. like dig under. You now, know what I do saying? believe it's somewhere in there because, um, like my uncle, my uncle Norman, he's like 50, he's never been married. Mm-hmm. And every time I go home, people are like, Oh, you look good, you're in great shape, and you're doing good things just like your uncle. You ain't married, no kids, just, just like, like your, your uncle. uncle. Mm-hmm. And my other uncle, my uncle Frank. He just got married a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. he was like late 40s when he got married. Yeah. And then my dad, my dad, even though he was married to my mom, he always had one foot in, one right. foot out. He was always, right. a, you know, he was a cheater. He was a habitual line stepper. Right. I don't know where I saw that. I heard that. But habitual he was, a, habitu- he was a habitual line stepper. But my mom kept forgiving him and he went on, messed around, whatever. The fucked up thing about my dad was my dad went on to marry the same woman he cheated on my mom with. Oh, now that's the only issue And I, I'm over it now Because I could care less But when it happened And I got old enough To really understand I said how the fuck I could not Cheat on Artesia And then turn around And be In a with relationship that, With, that, with person. that person First mm-hmm. of all I already know What the pussy like I need some new pussy If I'm leaving this pussy <laughs> Why, you, why is that important to, It's important You need to do something different I already had that And not to be funny If you allow me to do this In this situation what you gonna do? What to you, you gonna what do? Am I gonna do to you? you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or what, what can I do? Right. What can so I do? So for me, you? I just rather have something new and just start afresh. I tell mm-hmm. my teaser that all the time. If it don't work out, I I look forward to the challenge of what's next. Mm-hmm. Not going mm-hmm. back to my past to say, hey, whatever. But my dad, when he did that, when I got old enough, I was just like, damn, that's fucked up. So I kind of start looking at what kind of psychological things that my mom may go through. Right. Because that had right. to fuck with her for a while. Oh, I'm sure. So I just, for me, I'm sure it's like something in my DNA or something, that, a pattern of yeah. something that I don't know about. But it's those questions that I feel like a therapist, black people, I did say it, a therapist, yes. I feel like What's they can hone that? in on those things to where as I'm talking to you, you're listening to me, mm-hmm. but the therapist may be listening can, to me and dissecting these things yeah, and they'll know the question it. to ask me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think you should totally do it. Like, go. I, but find, I, I need to find one that's under $100 an hour. I, 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 I can't be paying a car note. <laughs> right. Shit. Exactly. Because you know, they're going to be like, you need to come three times a week. And you need to. Um, be like, Chris Rock, let me get 15 minutes for $20. <laughs> right. I got $5. <laughs> what can I get? But you need to, um, like, I think that that's a good thing, first of all, as a black male, yeah. to, to actually admit that you need therapy. Like, yeah. kudos like to you, brother. Kudos to you. But I, I feel like in marriage, you will know. When it's time, like even even if yeah. even if you say I'd never want to do it, if you find that woman that that allows you that much freedom and openness to yeah. say, even though this is something that I don't, I said I would never do. Yeah, you changed my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's possible, but you you know and that's you the thing about know. it. And I think it hurts. I think it hurts her a lot of times because I've had people be like, "Oh, if y'all ain't married now." Then she ain't the one, and then I'd be like, "Bro, how the fuck you gonna tell me yeah, that?" Yeah, how you know? You don't know. You Everybody's know she ain't shit the is one. different. You know, everybody's stuff is different. But I have told her, I'm like, if we broke up, I probably would marry the next girl because it's like it's not that I don't want to. It's just I'm like I don't feel. I See, just, that's the issue. So you feel. have to stop saying that. Let me not. First of all, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not trying to tell you what the issue is. But in this conversation, you said earlier that you don't want to get like you would be totally yeah. okay. But that's not the truth. Well, I would be okay, but I don't think that's what I want to do. I feel okay. one thing I do agree with with certain people. I do feel like I have a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I am not the stereotype of a black man. Mm-hmm. I am college educated. I do have a pretty decent job. I am mm-hmm. very hardworking. I don't have any kids. I think I'm attractive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't got a 10 inch dick, but hey, put me in the game, coach. <laughs> but I feel like I'm a well rounded individual. The reality is, the reality so is raw I just got to throw it in there because is. women can't sit up and act like that. Those things don't matter. It's like I was. Um, 
we uh, somebody emailed the the reality is and they were talking mm-hmm. about we they said they heard an episode where we were talking about relationships and one of the women on there was like looks ain't everything and it was like she's lying because mm-hmm. unless she even if she's dating online if you're swiping left or right or you're going clicking on next or whatever mm-hmm. what, the first thing that's going to stop you or get bring you to a halt on that page is what that person looks like right you ain't gonna go through next and keep swiping left and right and the thing that caught your eye was i make 60k a year or right. i make 100 grand a year or right. i make a half a million a year it's Some the people. Fa- but the thing about it is you're that's not the first thing on the page right. you don't even see that until you maybe click on something and it opens up mm-hmm. from my time when i did online dating it was a picture and then it opened up mm-hmm. my research when we did on the podcast when we did the research with tinder if i, I think it was a face mm-hmm. and an age and mm-hmm. a name and then it opens up okay so it's still your face first so you can't like filter it and say I'm only I only want to date not, I only want to see Tinder. the options that not on are making 100k or more no okay. not on Tinder mm-hmm. and then not to be funny how the fuck you know that's true yeah that's true I mean it's online how do you know I, any of it is true I, I, I don't so heard, much I've heard girls tell stories and catfish and other documentaries I've seen on TV where you know what real let's 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 just be let's do real life mm-hmm. my ex-girlfriend at two exes ago mm-hmm. I was with her and I think I've told a story where she cheated mm-hmm. and it started emotionally and she cheated with this guy in Florida. Mm-hmm. She, I remember when she left, she's like, you don't want to never do nothing, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, well, first of all, you ain't working. I'm working two jobs. You coming to my house, you eating my food, right. you running up the water bill, you got the electric bill and I'm paying for all of this. You know, we don't went to Kanye concerts and we don't went to these fine yeah. dining places and doing all these On things. So when she left, <laughs> she went to him and I think she was out in uh, Tampa for like four days. Mm-hmm. And she rubbed it in my face. She was real bitter when, you know, when we broke up. And she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he did this, 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 and this, and this. And I told her, I said, well, she was younger than me. I think I was 26. She was like 22. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I said, um, be with him 365 days. Because it's easy to save up $2,000 that you know somebody's coming for four right. days. And right. ball the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But can that nigga sustain that lifestyle for, three, for a year? For a whole year. Or for the three years we've been together. Mm-hmm. She ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. She went to Florida. She moved I, to Florida? She moved to Florida with oh, this dude. Two months, two months later, she was calling me because he didn't have a job. And they had mm. got evicted. And they were living with his mom. Mm. Say that again like a church person. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. My yeah. God. Two months later. Wow. And because I had a good heart, I. You took I, it back? No, nah, the hell. Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. We didn't get back oh, together. No, no, no. We didn't get back together. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. Nigga, please. You tripping. You no, really tripping. But I did. Be, but because I had a rapport and a relationship with her and her mom and her brother, like her brother had graduated high school, they had no money. So I bought mm-hmm. her a plane ticket to get here and back. Yeah. To see our brother So I was still open hearted So for all y'all people Who don't know me And think I'm a dick Just by listening to the podcast I have a good heart You gotta, you gotta get to know him You gotta That's what I'm saying <laughs> I know I'm a little rough right now. I'm a little jagged edge listen, But I mean I'm listen. a good person I have a good heart Matter of fact <laughs> You do You really do It was this guy who told me today I, I went and got my hair cut And I saw this black chick Come into the To the barbershop Mm-hmm. And she was hustling up. She was selling, you know, food. She had a right. ba- uh, her picnic basket. Yeah, got hustle on. Yeah. And I was like, damn, we don't. And I'm thinking, we always talk about black people don't support black people. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had a few extra dollars, and I took out my. Uh, oh, that's me. Yeah, that's you, you right yeah, there. Yeah, that's me. See that authenticity? <laughs> they're gonna be listening to the podcast, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, they're gonna somebody else gonna check their yeah, phone." Yeah, they gonna check their phone. Nah, motherfucker, this you is know, us. That's the, that's the famous ring. That's right the famous there. ring. I be in there working. People ring, phone ring. And I'm looking around like, yeah. <laughs> So I'm in there and I see her doing her thing and I'm like, you know what? This is dope. I, mm-hmm. I, I can appreciate her. Nobody's buying shit. Let me show you the power. Why? Let me show you the power of doing something first. Okay. 
I didn't want it because I, I really don't eat a lot of sweets. I binge mm-hmm. when I do. Mm-hmm. So she was in there hustling or whatever like that. I took a $10, $10 out and I handed her the $10 and mm-hmm. I said, keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the dude cut my hair and my bar was like, boy, you, he was like, man, you be doing this shit like whatever. And I said, mm-hmm. bro, I don't go to church. Mm-hmm. So my good deeds or what people tithe, I just try to do good deeds yeah. and let that be my tithing. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you go to church? That's a whole nother podcast. I don't fuck with church like that. Really? Uh, we'll get into that if we yes, have Yes, we're definitely going to get into that. So when... When I gave it the $10, I saw another guy at the end of the bench and mm-hmm. he took out a wad of money. Mm-hmm. And he was thinking and he went through his money and he put it back in his pocket. Mm-hmm. But it was another dude who gave her like $2. Mm-hmm. And it was another dude who gave her some more money and some more money. Mm-hmm. Before she left out of there, her whole bag was empty. Because I started it. Right. And it's not saying I. Right. But it's about if we take care of our people mm-hmm. and we exude these things that we talk about. People will fall in line if you just like if you watch TV and you see people breaking in or you listen to this rap music and it gets in your subconsciousness. Do something good. People right. follow that. That Lincoln commercial or whatever that is, Prudential, uh-huh. Uh-huh. where they uh, um, it's raining and somebody do an umbrella and then the next person holds yeah. the door. Yeah. Like that shit is so it's contagious. It's so contagious. It man. is. It absolutely is. And okay, so why? But why do you think no one? Do you think that they weren't supporting her because she was black or was it her? Was it her presentation? Was it no? Like, her presentation was okay. I think people just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I won't even. Go I sometimes sometimes the psyche is not that serious. Yeah. Sometimes it's just we don't think about it. And we don't even see it as like a business. We, we don't. literally just see it as a side hustle. Like yeah. she in here trying to hustle some pie. She done made it at the house. Yeah. But she doing her thing. She, she had and, thing. and she had a business card. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not something I feel like she just looked at as this is fly by night. Yeah. And so just like businesses like Apple started in a garage with Steve Jobs and mm-hmm. some of his friends. Mm-hmm. She hustling in a barbershop. That could lead to a storefront. Right. And then it could lead it to a franchise right. if we invest in that. But we have to have a mindset to like to see. Honestly, we have to see ourselves as bigger than what we are. Yeah, and we have to see potential in everybody else. Yes. Like we and we we have to see the the same potential that we have, the same things that the abilities that we have. Everybody else has. We don't want to. I mean, and she has a mindset. I don't know if she has another job. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was in the middle of the day. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That was like at what time? She's trying to pay her rent. Yeah, that was like at one o'clock, twelve thirty this you, evening. Boo. You know what I'm saying? So it's like she out there doing something for herself. Right. And that's what I appreciated about her. Yeah, I, I feel know. you. I don't know. I feel you. Support support black people. But why? So when you not would, all of them, no, because some. I mean, some these some of these businesses out here are super whack. By so let me way. tell you something. So, I, use your better judgment. Then, then <laughs> we talked a little bit about last week about the podcast, and you were like, you need to tell the real story about what's been going on on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I can't tell it all at once, but this is what I'll say. When I interviewed Melanin Origins last week, we we kind of de- dived into support, mm-hmm. and one thing I, I won't get into deep detail, but what I will say. I will redact the statements that I made. For those who don't know what redact means, that means to take back or <laughs> okay. get rid of or uh-huh. blank something out. I know uh-huh. you know what that means, uh-huh. but I know people are probably like, what the fuck? I mean, I, I kind of knew, but I was just kind of going by, you know, context clues, yeah. but yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> people, a lot of people ain't got critical thinking, though. <laughs> they ain't got critical thinking skills. So I want to redact some of those statements. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who are not no longer on the podcast or who stopped being on the podcast, I sugarcoated it. I mm-hmm. embellished it. Mm-hmm. I said they were moving on to bigger and better things. They not. <laughs> I've been lying for so long. <laughs> it feels so good just to they not. They didn't. They not moving on to bigger and better things. <laughs> they, they just, just moving they just on. moved on with their life. <laughs> they they not on iTunes. They not on MTV. Ah. Shit, I'm not on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Man, on MTV, <laughs> but they didn't. Oh. You know, I mean, 
some of these so people, funny. and now, now don't get me wrong, some of these people have a nice life for themselves, right? But right. far as the podcast, <laughs> yeah, and maybe them doing their own, they didn't. Yeah, it's not, not like they got a larger opportunity. And the reason I'm done lying is because. All I've tried to do with they, ain't anybody, lying, they ain't lying about they you They ain't lying about me I mean they're not You and then, believe that and, and, and the thing about it is I, Why defend somebody Who don't defend you Right Why support somebody As you went And this is where this came from mm-hmm. Why support somebody Who don't support you Yeah why? why What's the point Why would you do it mm-hmm. So I started asking myself What am I hiding from These people don't feed me They don't pay my bills They don't support me They don't come to no events They don't like no comments They don't show up on some They're someone. not listening to the podcast When yeah. they ain't on it No like right now They're not gonna they hear none listen. of this And if they do hear it, it's because It may be because I put a snippet out there Of something like this mm-hmm. And then they're like Oh is he talking about me Let me jump on mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. I've been on a podcast Before said something And even when I wasn't Talking about a particular person They got angry mm-hmm. But the thing about it is You need to learn To be able to hear some shit About yourself And be able to take it yeah, Analyze it absolutely. And take what's good And what's true yeah. And what you know is bullshit And you filter it away right. But I'm gonna tell you like this It ain't gonna be too much shit That I'm gonna say This bullshit That you can throw it away It's gonna hit you Right in your motherfucking right, nose Right <laughs> I mean right When I say right in the nose Blood coming out right Cause that's just how real you are So some people Did you just ask me Why did they leave Or why they gone No you didn't But let me tell you <laughs> So <laughs> come on, come on. So come you on, know, story, it was man. times when we would be on. You know, it was certain agreements that I had with certain people uh-huh. to pay a studio fee. Again, we not MTV, right? We ain't on loudspeakers. Ooh, that we, overhead, boy. Yeah, we. So you got to pay. You right. know, you've been in this yes, before. Absolutely. You got. Uh, matter of fact, they got Light Chat Radio. Yes, on Light Chat t- Radio on iTunes. All on on any podcast. Yeah, and you can check it out and listen to us. So that's fees to this we, shit. We more family friendly, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good she she's a good segue for listening to her and then when you want to hear what they saying and what they really wanted to say, you comes right on over to the reality <laughs> is yes, where filter becomes so a stick and we're gonna tell you what it is. But it was just like we had agreements to where it's like, hey, this is what the studio fees are, this is the time we'll right. be in the studio. Let's get it. If anybody knows and they've been following me for the last two and a half years, they know that I started out at UTA Radio with iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So left from there, went to a studio that we had to pay. They weren't paying us, and I wasn't doing it by myself. A year and a half on the podcast, 50 to $75 a week, about $300 a month. Mm. I say from, from the collective people who were on the podcast consistently, carried one... <laughs> Subtract the Maybe five. 175 literally, over a two-year period of time. Is what you got from somebody else? Is what I got from other people. This mm-hmm. is this they this is not helping with events that were put on mm-hmm. the live events, the get-togethers, none of that. Mm-hmm. We went out one time for a business dinner. The bill was about six hundred dollars. <laughs> I footed the bill. Didn't allow nobody to take out they 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 credit cards, they money, nothing. I think out of ten people that was there, I probably had two people to say thank you. Mm. Did anybody leave a tip? Did they even? Did they at least leave tips? Maybe they did. I can't lie. Uh. I don't want to lie. I try not to lie. But the whole point of the matter was the reason the the podcast continued to dwindle all the way down until it became just me, like it is now, mm-hmm. is because of people not honoring their agreements. Mm-hmm. Whether right. it was not paying money for studio, whether right. it was coming in and eating food and drinking shit and never really bringing anything or right. being on the show. 40 times because I know some people may say well I brought something if you was on the show 50 times and I can count on one hand and I only need three fingers on that one hand right of how many times you brought something you didn't really contribute and, and so so with that being said whose fault is that that's theirs 
That's mine. No, it's mine. It's, it's, it's mine because uh-huh. I allowed it. Uh-huh. That's the thing. I, it's definitely uh-huh. mine because I allowed it. And that that's the that's the um that's the role as the leader yeah. that is I think most difficult yeah. in realizing when something doesn't go the way it's supposed to go. You gotta is, cut it. it. Yeah, you have to cut it, and then you have to you have to do a personal reflection yeah. on what did I do or didn't do that allowed them, them to do that to do this. Well, I didn't to say me. nothing because I was, yeah, I've, always, I've always been about my shit, but that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying it now. Right. And for those who may listen and feel like that nigga never told me some of y'all do know i did tell you but right. if you want me to tell you again here you go here you go and you Episode get one number free, 82 <laughs> and you get one free welcome to come in and debate me on the podcast if you want come to come on with it because believe me i got paperwork and factual evidence to prove yes. that you didn't do a y'all should have a business meet, like <laughs> business meeting that's on the, the podcast. thing about it we had business shit we had business meeting on the podcast we it'd be a fight probably <laughs> Not a physical fight, but a fight of words. Because one thing that adults don't like is they don't like being told about themselves. Right. No, we don't. You know how many people... I don't have people be like, hey, man. I don't have people be like, oh, you look better with a beard. Keep Mm -hmm. your beard. It don't bother me. That's your opinion. Right. You ain't got to... If somebody said, oh, man, you don't put on some weight. Motherfucker, I know I put on weight. I look at myself in the mirror I don't need you to remind me that. I never forget I was dating this one chick. You rude. I'm going to tell you how cool I am about anything. You can't fucking bother me. I'm like Eminem in 8th Mile. I'm going to tell you everything about myself like I do anyway on this podcast right. to where nothing you say can affect me. Right. I remember fucking with this one chick. Give me head. Buy me oh, shit. Listen. Buy me shit. Got, gotta say sex. Oh. All kinds of sex. Buy me shit. Showing up doing whatever I wanted. Wanted mm-hmm. to be in a relationship. Wanted to have my kid. All this shit. Yeah. And I remember when I didn't give her what she wanted, she got ready to uh, move on. Mm-hmm. She found another guy and I remember she had a conversation with me and I was like, well, you look happy. Glad you're happy. Great. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know how the conversation came up, but she was like, you know, your dick wasn't the biggest I ever had. I said, have you seen Mandingo's dick on porn? I watch porn. Bitch, I've been knowing my dick wasn't the biggest dick in the land. But why did you feel like it was necessary why? to tell to me tell, that? That's why I so said she so was she trying to. Hurt your feelings. Bitch, you can't fuck with me. I don't care. That's just like it was a guy in high school that everybody talked about having a little dick, but you fucked him. How you know his dick was little? Because you was on your knees in between his lap. Oh, gosh. You know what it is. Listen, the reality is. Hey, we're going to give it to you straight up and straight up. <laughs> I, I mean, for real. So my whole thing is like, like I said, to get back on the point of the, what I was saying is they didn't move on to, to bigger and better things in radio and podcasting. Mm-hmm. The thing that I hope that most people get, just like I learned my lesson, that you just can't let anybody do anything when you have a passion for it and they may not have a passion for it right. with you doing your business, you got to find people who have like minds or have a passion to do those things. Because if not, some people are just looking at podcasting as it's fun to do. Yeah. You literally can change people's lives with podcasts. Podcasting yeah. and, is but a it's community. Hard work. It is it's absolutely hard work. That's it's why difficult. I said they it's didn't go. That's why I said they didn't go into bigger, better things because some people ain't willing to pay for the, no. the money for the equipment. They ain't willing to set up content. They don't know how to write a contract or an agreement. Anything. So yeah. no, they did the brain not go on space, the bigger. That's why I'm gonna like, name this podcast. Yeah, they didn't go on the bigger and better things. <laughs> they didn't go. They on didn't the emphasize. They didn't go, go on, on the, big the bigger and better, things. and better things. They just left. They just left. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, some of them didn't leave. They got the boot. They got the boot. So yeah. I took, you know, I took the initiative to do. We to just parted what you, you parted ways with them. So let me give you one scenario because this is one scenario that happened, and I know this person may listen. I still love them to death, but hey. We gonna get a we gonna get a difference of opinion. So, you know, you a contract person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So first of all, I'm not paying anybody to be on the podcast. Right. Not at all. If we were making money and we were going full time, then we'd yeah, be different. Right. I mean, the sponsors that I have, it's enough for my pockets. Right. And for me to keep the podcast going, and right. they are aware of that. So if I want you to be on the mm-hmm, podcast, mm-hmm. 
I write up an agreement. Well, first of all, I ask you to be on a podcast, no agreement, but I say, Hey Esther, mm-hmm. I want you to be on the podcast. I need to know within 30 days. Yes or no. Do you still want to do this? Mm-hmm. Are you going to give me a response within those 30 days? Yes. Okay. So this person waited to the 30th day and they said, I wanted an agreement. Can I get the agreement? Can I look at the agreement? Now you do business. You don't get the agreement up front. You have a conversation to know if that person wants to be with you on your side and then you, you extend the, the invitation for the agreement right well i had my consultant draft up the agreement she didn't really want to do it because she was like i don't want to waste my time if they say no so let's get a yes or no and then we'll talk about the stipulations which are within this agreement right so the agreement was given and i said in a week well first of all i said i need it today mm-hmm. they couldn't give it to me today i said well i'll give you a week mm-hmm. they had a week to do the agreement get it back to me well with the agreement they got to the eighth day it's seven days in a week on the eighth day, thank you. I, on the eighth day, <laughs> I, I followed up and I said, "Is that agreement ready?" This person said, "Oh, I thought we were going to talk about it." No, you heard from me and you heard from the consultant that you need to read over this because this is what you asked and let for. Us know. After thirty days, right. to let us know what you want to do. At that point in time, like you said, the reason it had been going on is because I had mm, been allowing it mm, to go on. Mm, 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 so I decided I to say, you. "Hey, good luck. We're going to part ways. Wish you the best." Right, but. It's business. Yes. And some people don't understand business. You got 30 days. Then you got eight days. Right. Even if what you said was true about not knowing and wanting to do this, you had 38 days to ask a question. Mm -hmm. And you you didn't. So that's yeah. one of the scenarios. But, the, but that tells you that how important this is to it, you. Absolutely, it's not that important. To absolutely. You. So and so that on. gives you that gives you your answer right there. Even before, you didn't you didn't even have to tell me yay or nay. Your actions spoke much louder than your words. Into something so much greater, something haters can't believe. Nigga, we worked our hardest, kept pushing this shit regardless. You look at where All we and we're back. So before we went to break, we were talking about whatever we were talking about. <laughs> I know, right? But we, I wanted we had to, like five yeah, different topics. But we started talking about something else, and you you started talking about. We, I was telling you this scenario about women and sex, and women mm-hmm. having sex, but confusing having sex with dating, right? And asking for special things like coffee or food or whatever the case may right. be. And if it's just a understood situation that is just sex. Mm-hmm. Nigga, he or she ain't got to bring you nothing. Right. And you were saying. So I was saying that the reason why women allow that to happen is because they, we, not they, we, I'm part of this. We don't, um, we don't express to the guy that we really want more than that. So what we do is that we think that that's going to come naturally in a relationship. We think that if we start off by having sex with them, then they going to, they going to love it so much. They going to love this, this, this cat so much (laughs) that they ain't going to want to go nowhere else. And it's going to evolve to where. Where he wants to be with me as a as a full relationship, and that's completely opposite of how men think. Because yeah. again, usually, and I, I, I uh, heard this at a uh, some type of somebody was doing like a marriage mm-hmm. conference or something, and so they were talking about the places that men and women are when they first start dating. And yeah. so usually, men are at the physical state, women are at the emotional state. So even though you may still only have a, a physical relationship, yeah. women are. At the emotional height of that, yeah. of that physical relationship, and men are you guys are just physical. Just physical. But guess what? When you're emotional, women are physical. 
Because we're always opposite. Well, when we emotional, we straight bitches too. <laughs> Y'all just what? Straight bitches. <laughs> exactly. And guess what? Women are like, uh, what are you doing? What's Why wrong? are you crying? Uh, yeah. I just, I really just want you to grab me right now and throw me against the wall. I had a guy, <clears throat> I had a homeboy tell me one day, he's married now, but I don't, I think he was married too at this time. He's on his second marriage. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was like, hey man, I'm trying not to say names or I'm about to go back and beat things and make it harder for me mm-hmm. to edit the podcast. So he was like, my girl, my wife, man, she, he's like, she want me to do things to her. He basically was saying she wanted me to fuck her the way she used to get fucked, which is an insult. <laughs> what does that mean? Like with other people? Yeah, the way she used to, because like it was a guy who used to fuck her rough. And I guess, I know this guy, ain't no guessing. He was dainty. Mm-hmm. He was like flowers and sex with him probably was like, you know, when you see those TV shows and it's like a boy and a girl running through like sunflower field yeah. and the girl, the hand is extended and they about to grab the other hand. It's like that's that. sex like him. That's uh-huh. you. That's the kind of sex you want after your wedding night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she wanted some hacksaw Jim Douglas. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Wow. cooking? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember telling him, he was like, man, what should I do? I said, bro, he's like, I walked up to her in the kitchen. She was cooking one day and I just walked behind her and I wrapped my arms around her and I was kissing her on the neck and I was kind of massaging her shoulders. And he was like, and I was like, let's go to the bedroom. I said, first mistake, you walk in that kitchen. Now, listen, take men. If you have a pen, go get you some paper. You walk in that kitchen while she's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You can wrap your arms around her. Mm-hmm. The meat should already be where it needs to be. Your mm-hmm. meat, not the meat in the oven. <laughs> you can kiss on the neck. When you kiss on the oh, neck, if you God. done been doing your curls, you lift her, you turn her around, and you lift her and you sit her on the counter. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now you can go straight for the gusto and start pounding. Right. Or you can get on your knees, get her started, and then you do it on the counter. Mm-hmm. Now I always used to be like, why are motherfuckers like, you know, you see a movie and they come in. I still ain't got to this level yet where you come in and you see all this equipment up here and I'm fucking and I just knock all the shit on the floor. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't that good, yeah, yeah, like, that bitch, you can rip my shirt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know how yeah. much that costs? That <laughs> mic right there is more than your, yeah. your whole wardrobe yeah. you got on now, right you, now. You can, you can literally rip my shirt, but like knocking shit off tables and shit, I ain't got to that point. Yeah, you're doing too much. But you I told him, I said, bro, you got to handle her. What, you got to have. Maybe you don't know how, obviously. He don't know how to handle you gotta her. Have, you got to have situations where you, you, you caress and finesse a woman. You got to have situations where it's like lazy sex. Sometimes she may just want to lay there. You just want to lay there. And then you got to have situations where you literally, when she get animals, up. You're she, animals. Yeah, you're literally animals. Mm-hmm. You primal. Yeah, you, you Literally, primal. when you get up out of the chair at work, she need to be like, oh, shit. And her friend at work need to be like, you all right, girl? Be like, oh, yeah, girl. I just hurt my, <laughs> I hurt my hip. You hurt my back. Yeah. Like, you you got swinging to. from chandeliers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> you, you see You, you need blood. that like once every three months or more. At least once every three months, you got to make her get up at work and be like, that nigga. <laughs> he uh, put in work. Yes. I just need to go home and get a nap tonight. <laughs> oh, and I God. don't think she ever felt like that. This is so crazy. But you need to, you need to, it's just like a guy. Same thing with a guy. Mm-hmm. It's been times where I got some head and I'm like, oh shit, I was going to break up with her, but mm, she just Not got, yet. she got some more time. I'm gonna give, def- give her a deferment. Another month. I'm gonna give her a deferment. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, I'm gonna give really? her a deferment. That is so funny. But you know the funny thing too about a lot of women is one thing I hear women talk. Every time you hear a woman, like when I see videos online where women like, girl, this, this, and how good they are in bed, 
some of the finest women got the worst vagina. Oh, that's so that's because that's they so bank because they're yeah. banking on what they look like. It's just like when women be like the dudes with the biggest dicks. It was the worst sex. It was either mm-hmm. painful because he didn't know what he was doing, mm-hmm. or he just didn't know what he was doing. Period. Right. I've dated and been with women who are so fine, and you thinking, oh, this is gonna be, be good. good, and it's super. Wide. And I tell people all the time, women can have bad sex too. Women uh, can yeah. have bad head. Yeah. Too. But a lot of women It's an art Because you got men That we don't go around Talking about women Like women talk about men Sometimes Uh, I don't I don't agree Sexually you think so Yes I'm talking about In a negative light too Yes I've never heard a dude Talk negative about a girl I think I'm the only one I'm the only one That ever happens with Like you've never heard A dude say Man Man, she was whack Man that pussy was whack No I ain't never heard that Really But I've said it Because I've had some I'm like "Mm, man. I mean I, I have a lot of Guy friends And that like Maybe because I'm a chick that I hear it, so maybe that's the reason why guys are more comfortable talking to me about it. Because yeah. I I've heard that before. Well, we get lost in porn too. A lot of times we watch porn and we're like, God damn, she riding that. You think you gonna get rolled like that? Them girls got practice that. and they got skill. Just like you know, you know how you fill out an application. Like, and how those many words the ones you type that's gross. Like, uh, yeah. you do you don't want to be banging nobody that's been on the porn screwing fifty dudes before one take. That's nasty. So does how many does the number matter? How many dudes somebody? How many girls somebody's been with before they before you? No, I've been on matter. record saying I need a I need a woman at least been with at least fifteen dudes. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think space them out now. Space them out. Space, of course, space, space them out. out. I need at least you need at least ten. I'm not. I'm definitely not going to expose my number on you. You need hand. ten. Uh, <laughs> definitely not gonna expose my. I can exp- I, You know what? I I went. Have fun with that. I remember thinking I was like, oh man, I don't want to go past ten. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And I think when I said that, I was like eighteen. Mm-hmm. Ten went out the window a long time ago. Uh, yeah. Ten sure. went out the window in a year. It, like at nineteen, you were like, like, well, fuck. that's done. And that's the thing about it. I didn't have sex until I was nineteen. I didn't have like oh, okay. physical penetration. Like mm-hmm. I got head, which is sex. I was seventeen when I, I was my virginity. Yeah, but I didn't have like penetrating a vagina sex until nineteen. Yeah. And lo and behold, when that you, it just opened up the floodgates. It's like the wall came that's, tumbling that's down. That's like the story I hear of every guy. Once they actually start, it's very very difficult for but, them. But to the stop. thing about it is, sex can literally be like doing drugs. Meaning, you know how people be like when an addict is yeah. they trying to get that first high. Yeah, it's like when you have good sex, you always searching for that again, or you get like you always searching for that first that, or that good feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where, like I said, I've had hair from a girl, and I'm like, damn, this head is good. And then you mess with another girl, and you be like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Bitch, how's you 27, 30, 32, and, and you don't this know is how you doing. give a blowjob? They got instructionals. They got everything. <laughs> they have videos. They got video. They got everything. Books. How do you not know it. how to give a blowjob? How do you... This is the thing about it. Don't... You got to be a jack of all trades in anything when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. I think you need to know how to jack your man off. You need to know how to give him a blowjob. And if you're not going to use all holes, you need to use one hole more than others. <laughs> Figure it out. Oh my god! I'm just saying, man. You got you are so unfiltered. Hey, I'm telling you, your tagline is so appropriate. I'm t- for it this is show. what a filter becomes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is so. I'm telling you, man. Show, I always man. think to myself, I'd be like, if I get married, it got to be some different things. Yeah, but I think that that's important to know when. But here's the thing. I feel very. I think our our views on sex is a little bit different because mm-hmm. I, as a woman, like. I, I didn't have sex for two years yeah. just because I after felt, having sex after having okay. sex yeah yeah like this oh, is I recently like I I mean recently over the this this stopped like yeah. about eight months ago yeah. but I, it was a whole period of two years that I didn't have sex yeah. and I did that for myself and I'm really 
hope he doesn't listen to this. But like I'm really I'm really really at a point where I think I want to do that again just because Oh shit. I know. It's dangerous when you give a man something and you take it back, that's hard. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. had that happen too. Yeah. It, it because I like the reason why that I the reason why I stopped doing it is because I felt like I was not not that I wasn't doing it correctly, yeah. but I felt like I had done it with way too many people. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, it, when you have sex with someone, it, it really is a spiritual thing, regardless yeah. of whether, you, whether you're just screwing yeah. or not. Like, regardless, there's always going to be an emotional I've seen so many pornos connection. where dudes are having, I believe me, I'm probably a porno pornologist. Mm-hmm. I can read stuff. <laughs> I've seen sex where it's like, okay, they playing. And then I've seen sex where it's like, a dude, y'all, y'all mean that. A dude with a big penis. Can mess with a girl and it mean nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it could be a dude with an average penis. And I've seen a dude with an average penis mess with the same girl who took a twelve inch. And like you looking at them like this bitch is in love. Yeah, she's in love. The way he holding her and she looking at him, and this is more than sex. Yeah, exactly. And it's being caught on camera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so so important, man. I I really feel like men and women don't really treat it as yeah. sacred as but it that's is what, that's my connection now like even now like I tell my girl I'm like it needs to be a connection yeah and even now I tell her let's work on this connection we gotta mm-hmm. work on it because if it's, for me at this age if there's no connection I can't really do it yeah. like I could do it cause it's a nut it, I'm a guy mm-hmm. but it's like to be like oh I need yeah. that connection it has and to be more than that I, I heard a woman say sex to, to her and her husband was what bridged their gap to the end of the day. Mm. If he had a shitty day and she had a shitty day, when they come, came home, it wasn't, damn, your ass look nice in those panties. Mm-hmm. Or damn, this, this, and this. I need that connection. They wanted the connection. And after a shitty day, he let his energy go. And she took his energy. Right. And she and let she her let energy her, go. Exactly. And it, and it, it kind of science makes sense because it's like when he let his energy go, he's so strong throughout the day. Right. Men look to be vulnerable. That's why you mm-hmm. see billionaires buying dominatrix to make them wear pampers or do right, whatever with right, a ball in their mouth because right. they want to be submissive at some point in their yes. life and that's why you see women who their their emo, their their emotional connection they may not know how to release that and when they release it to you you carrying something so strong and she gives it to you and it's light to you yeah. but it's heavy to her yeah. so it's an exchange of of, of chemistry and energy and yes, yeah it is. and i mean like even even biblically like the sex is so that that's why it's it's put in parameters because when you use it outside of those parameters and i know i can testify from this because i'm not married and i'm not a virgin you know what i'm saying so i've had sex with a number of people people. (laughs) i'm not gonna say the number but it's been a number of people i've had sex with night i mean (laughs) nighttime and daytime (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but what i'm saying is that i understand why why it was created and why it was put within the restrictions of marriage because at that point when you feel when you feel that connection with one person it is making you vulnerable right and so it's it's opening you up it's it's basically telling me that i have a safe space to feel weak and you have a a, a safe Safe space space to feel weak weak, you know and so if that's done in a a area that doesn't that doesn't feed that type of energy, yeah. then somebody's gonna get, end up getting it's hurt. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, somebody's gonna end up getting hurt. So, I mean, and this is just where I'm at right now, man. I'm really doing this thing called it's called the Queen Experiment, mm-hmm. and so it's basically like I, my name is Esther, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the Bible, the Book of Esther it talks about Queen Esther, right? Yeah. So um, it talks about her process of going from the uh, she was a, a Jew basically, um, but she comes into the palace as yeah. you know becomes the queen queen for the king. Um, but 
as as a, a person that whose name is Esther, that it will feel natural that I'm like, oh, of course I'm a queen. queen yeah, yeah, I'm a queen, boo. <laughs> what? Turn down for what? I'm a queen. Yes, yes, honey, I'm a queen. But it doesn't come naturally like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's really, especially when you don't when you don't really um, like tell yourself that often. All you know what I'm saying? You don't oh, have you don't that that natural feeling of you carry yourself like a queen. You act yeah. like a queen. You talk like a queen. You walk like a queen. Like these are all things that, especially black women. Yeah. Especially black women Because we're We're referred to as Bitches and hoes yeah. And all this type of stuff yeah. But we have queen On everything But are we really Exemplifying it, What that really or means Or are we just Sporting something Are we just sporting it Are we just saying That I'm a queen And it's like What does a queen Really mean Like you can't call Yourself a queen And refer to yourself As a bitch in the same sentence But I think that's the, And like I think that. that's the issue That a lot of people Have with like Amber Rose Yeah now, Mind you I love Amber Rose But mm-hmm. it is a She's beautiful Yeah it is a contradiction Of saying I'm a queen Or whatever Like she was talking About something I saw a snippet Of a show she was doing and she was like, people talk about what is my son going to think about? And she's like, my son going to think and look and be like, my mom was a bad bitch and my mom was beautiful. She looked like that. And I'm like, I don't know if your son going to think like that. Yeah. And I don't want your son to think like that. Why is no. your son thinking that you're a bad bitch? That's so, not. But but again, it's all about it's what we think yeah. a queen is. is yeah. And so we use that word very lightly. We, we use it often in our in our um, it, like even when I'm talking to my, my girlfriends, we call each other queens mm-hmm. as a reinforcement of mm-hmm. this is the thing that. Is embedded in you That yeah. needs to come out But we don't carry ourselves Like And I've been guilty of that Like yeah. I've been guilty Of really Really examining My own life right now And saying Am I really carrying myself The way The, the person that the king that I need and that is for yeah. me, am I really in position to even attract that right now? So what do you so if, if you if you say a king, if you look mm-hmm. at a guy, what exemplifies a king for you? Leadership, of course. Um, understanding, strength, knowledge, wisdom, you know, um, being able to like dictatorship yeah. to a certain extent, yeah. you know. Um, being having the ability to know what you believe in, what you stand for, what you don't agree with, and what you don't, you won't accept. Yeah. Um, like also having the ability to teach, yeah. I think is really super important. Yeah. And uh, again, leadership kind of covers all of that, but it's so important because as a king, you really are the leader, not only of your own life, yeah. but anyone that is involved in your life. And so that's your family, that's your girlfriend, that's yeah. your kids, that's your friends, that's your homeboys, that's your business. And you I know think what you saying? need those subcategories. You absolutely leadership. need it. You definitely yeah. need it. It's, 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 it's funny because I always try to think of myself and be like, am, am I a good person? And I, I, I think of it and I think of it in the perspective of some of the things that have happened, like I've said before with the podcast. I'm like, oh, certain things didn't work out. Did I do this right? Yeah. Or am I wrong for kicking this person off? Or am I wrong for not doing this? And sometimes being a leader is not easy. It's not. I think a lot of times, like not to be funny, a lot of people want to be CEOs and mm-hmm. a lot of people want to be managers. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Do you not know Great story My mom My mom was a She was friends with everybody At her job She mm-hmm. worked for the state And when they when, And when she uh, mm-hmm. Graduated and Got promoted to management uh, I told her I was like Just be mindful Because things are gonna shift Things are right. gonna change Right And Lord, lo and behold After about six months On the job she was, Her best friend Was her worst friend Because she didn't know How to take rules yes. From my mother Because mm-hmm. they had been Friends for so long Right So to sum it up I mean leadership Is not easy No And uh, we were only Supposed to do like uh, uh, Maybe 15 <laughs> minutes But we done <laughs> talked About an hour and 15 minutes So we're gonna wrap it up Real quick But I wanna tell Let everybody first off Know where they can Find you yes. on social media Yes so um, I'm, Everything is Be what's next On my Instagram page And then my Facebook page Is E Calloway Management Or mm-hmm. Esther Calloway You can find my Personal page there too And Twitter is Be what's next Be what's next And so my what? website is E Calloway Management.com So if you're ever Looking for 
entertainment, which is what I do. Um, I provide booking and entertainment services for cities and corporate events. And so if you are a corporation or you are looking for a band to play at your party um, or anything like that, like hit me up. I got you. And we're trying to work on something. If you want to find me, I'm Sir Robert Poe on Instagram, Anthony Roberts on Facebook. You can keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Anchor, and everything else. And always remember, man, inhale courage to excel success. Y'all be blessed. Bye. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.